Hi, everyone. This is Jackie Cooper with Crypto Mom 2 a talk show. And I want to thank everyone for being on and coming to this episode. Definitely like and subscribe. There are many other episodes that will be dropping soon. And I want to make sure that you can stay in the know because there's so much going on in the blockchain. So today I actually am reconnecting with a friend of mine that um, we connected on LinkedIn. Oh, so many more months ago. I want to say it's been over a year now. We've we've known each other, and um, he's been a mentor and a guide to me in many ways. When I've had technical questions, I know I can go to him, and he's also uh, referred other people to me that I've been able to interview and support as well in the blockchain. So when I saw what he was doing down in Georgia right now, I wanted to have him on so everyone can see the. Um, the thought leaders that are doing some great things. And um, we're going to have more conversation in a second about that. But for those that are new to Crypto Mom, I just want to also share a little bit about my background. First, these shows are not financial advice. You have to invest at your own risk. And that's the purpose of the shows is to provide you with resources that will help you um, navigate this space in an educated and informed way. Um, there's always highs and lows in any any business that you're in and blockchain is no different than any other business. Um, my background is that I'm a lawyer, but I'm also an educator and I'm also a mom and I am constantly learning and I'm constantly just amazed at the creativity in this space. And um, so with that, I want to welcome Vandell. He is actually a blockchain consultant. His, I mean, he is, his technical knowledge is superb and he is able to explain things in a way that even I, who's not a technical person can understand. Um, and he's navigating so many different areas. So how are you doing today? I'm doing excellent, Crypto Mom. Thank you so much. Yeah. So why don't you go ahead and share a little bit about yourself and about what we're going to be talking about today? Sure. So hello, uh, my name is Vendel Callender. I am located in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, currently studying computer science at Georgia State University. Uh, I have a company called Embedify. Uh, we are a consulting company, uh, Web3, blockchain, everything related to that. And um, yeah, that's about it. So Atlanta is just blossoming right now um, in so many different ways. You and I were talking offline. Um, tell us a little bit more about this new organization that has emerged that I'm very excited and I'm kind of jealous that I'm not down there so I can take part in the meetings and the, um, the networking and, and everything else that can, the community is just sounds fascinating. Yeah. So just like you said, Atlanta is booming. Uh, we've always had music. Uh, we have a lot of tech companies coming out here and uh, a lot of movies. So what's happening in Atlanta is actually a grand opening for this Monday, June 13th at 6 p.m. called ABC, the Atlanta Blockchain Center, which is the very first co-working DAO. And anyone can come in here. Uh, they have free Wi-Fi, snacks, and you can talk about anything blockchain-related, Web3-related. You're going to have VCs there. You're going to have engineers there. You're going to have people to help you um, with your projects. It's, it's just going to be a great co-working DAO environment for everyone to come to here in Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah, I'm um, scrolling down the website, and um, I'm really, you know, um, happy that this type of blockchain center exists. Is this... Are there many like that around the country? No, not at all. This is actually the first um, co-working DAO, at least. I'm sure there is maybe some type of incubator space in other states, but here in Georgia, this is the very first, especially 
like you said, the, the co-working DAO. So explain for those that, since as you know, I'm all about education. Someone who's listening might not know anything about what a DAO is. So why don't you go ahead and explain what that is? Sure. So a DAO stands for uh, Decentralized Autonomous Organization. It's basically a group of members like myself and Crypto Mom where we can go in here and actually be a part of the environment. Um, kind of explaining it in a normal sense. Uh, most people, when they want to be investors or be a part of something, you have to know someone, you have to have a lot of capital, etc. Well, with this, you can purchase an NFT, a coin, or just be a part of this community. And anything that you say, you can voice your opinion, have a vote in this DAO, and your vote actually matters and you can change uh, the way the company or the business pivots. So is it similar to a co-op? Yeah, I guess you could say that's very similar, but more, uh, I guess you're more deep into it because, like I said, you're actually a part of it and everything that you do and say actually matters to an extent. Yeah. So on this website and and for those that are listening on the uh, on the video side, you can see the visual. If you're listening, I'll definitely have the links um, embedded within the blog so that way you can. Uh, navigate yourself. You can, you know, become a member. You can check it out. Again, um, with the, you, I see the ribbon cutting. Um, what? Who started this? What's the background? Sure. Yeah. So the 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 owner, his name is Marlon Williams. Uh, he has a company called Starter Labs. Um, he actually is from Miami. Um, was in IT. Was a software engineer. Went into the crypto space. Um, and then after that. Uh, moving and kind of going back and forth from Miami to Atlanta, he realized Atlanta is great for crypto. Uh, it has the perfect pillars there. Um, a lot of people don't know this, but 70% of all fintech transactions come through Atlanta. We have all the big companies like EY, Wells Fargo, Chase, etc. And he was actually surprised no one has ever done this uh, before him. So he took advantage of the situation. And now we're going to have a blockchain center here in Atlanta where anyone can come and express themselves and talk about anything uh, Web3 and blockchain related. That's awesome. What are BitAngels? I'm looking at the, the website. What are BitAngels? Yes. So let me see. I'm actually not 100% sure what BitAngels is, if I'm going to be completely honest with you. Um, I'll click in there too as we're kind yeah. of navigating. Um, Let's see. So while we're navigating, I, I do see that we have the um, uh, who's going to be attending the official um, opening. I know that you said that there's certain keynote speakers and individuals that will be attending. Yes. So obviously the core team of the ABC Atlanta blockchain show is going to be there, but the mayor is going to be there. And yeah. Uh, over 300 people are going to be attending. So it's going to be a very huge turnaround and turnout. So it's going to be great. So, um how did you get started in learning about blockchain and cryptocurrency and NFTs and all that other good stuff? Sure. So um, how I got into it is actually almost very similar to a lot of people. Um, so I want to say 2019, 2020, I'm sure everyone has heard of the whole GameStop AMC fiasco and people making a lot of money and then COVID hit and everyone's on lockdown. And once I was on lockdown and I saw a lot of people making money, I'm like, man, this is, this is insane. So I started doing deeper and because of COVID, you know, I try to turn something in that was a very, I guess, depressing to very light. Um, started doing more research, um, kind of found out about blockchain technology on accident 
And ever since then, I've been hooked. Um, you know, I want to say since 2019, I've been studying it every single day for the past 10 years. And I, I haven't stopped since. And I don't think I'm going to stop. So I agree with you. I know that when I first started um, and I first connected with you, um, I st you still have um, you're like at the graduate level of knowledge. I might be at the fifth grade level right now, but um, I I was not. A Bitcoin miner. Now I'm a Bitcoin miner and I have two machines. And again, for those that don't know how mining works, um, you can do cloud-based and you can also have physical machines. And the physical machines are actually solving mathematical codes that actually create the, the coins that get generated that go to the platforms like Coinbase and some of the others. So when you go on there and you buy you have to have a machine that will actually create the co the coin, but the Bitcoin, but it also is a security aspect too, because it's making sure that there's no um, double spending that goes on. And there's a whole slew of other things that are, that happen within the mining side. But what I love about it is, again, this is not financial advice, but I have Bitcoin dropping daily. So when you, like you said, when you, you know, we both were looking for different ways to generate income from um, the space so that way we could do things that we love and for me it was the bitcoin mining side for you it was consulting nfts and a lot of other things yeah i totally agree um i kind of pivoted all over the place for me my, my personality i can't just stick with the one thing so i know you know mash of none kind of type deal you know jack of all trades so i kind of went in there kind of um, i want to say day trading but buying cryptocurrencies yeah. and then over to nfts and then you know throughout the whole time, education, educating people in the space. And now that we're kind of in the bear market, you know, a lot of the, you know, in this sense, this is the time to build. So a lot of like stars are company, consulting companies are coming. And then once the bull market comes, which we don't know, but like I said, this is not, you know, financial advice, but if just looking at the past and, you know, looking at cycles, I'm sure, I'm not sure if you guys know about the Bitcoin halving, which happens every four years, give or take. Um, I would say around late 2023, early 2024, when the happening happens, that could be a possible next bull, bull run. But as of right now, we're kind of a weird little bear, bear market, but this is a great time to start building. So um, what I've popped on the screen for those that can't see is a, um, a bit, an image about my book, The Bitcoin Cinderella, because just like Vandale is all about education, I decided back in um, the fall that being an educator, I love telling stories uh, to my kids. And um, I really wanted to write a book that would incorporate the technical terms in a fairy tale that would allow adults as well as um, young people to learn more about what's going on in the blockchain. So the Bitcoin Cinderella is just that. And um, you, you talk about the having and you talk about some of the technical side. I know that my next adventure that Samantha, the Bitcoin Cinderella is going to have probably is going to be about Bitcoin mining and, you know, the environmental consequences, the ups and downs that, you know, people have talked about and are trying to navigate. Um, and another adventure might be NFTs, you know, again, um, and the commercial aspect of this. I mean, if you if you think about it, um, the blockchain is and you can talk more uh, fluently than myself, maybe, but the blockchain is a great provider to secure information, to preserve it, and to um, share information in a way that um, is, is different than Web2. 
So do you want to talk a little bit about um, how the blockchain can be used on the commercial side? Because I know you're consulting in that area. Yeah, sure. I mean, honestly, you said it very eloquently. Um, I, what I always tell people, depending on who I'm talking to, all the blockchain technology is it's just an open database to where people can see all the transactions. Like you said, it's very secure. Um, it's just transactions in and out to ledger system, uh, very transparent. And it um, for you know the commercial side, it litigates fraud. Um, it makes sure everything is transparent and everything is actually saying what is done. And the great thing is it's immutable. So anything that does happen, it can't be changed. Yeah, no, it's, um, there's going to be a lot of applications um, within the next five years that we're not even, you know, aware of. I know I recently talked to um, a company that is involved in real estate, and they're using the blockchain to actually um, house the title documents and the other documents involved with real estate. And um, just the the technical side of that, you know, they've been developing it for a number of years and, you know, are now using it within various transactions. So, I mean, it's just amazing to me the the long term application. And one of the individuals who I had talked to about that, you know, when when there's a flood or a hurricane or destruction of of um, information, when it's on the blockchain, it's not destroyed. So that means that titles can, can coexist and, you know, um, medical information, you know, there's just so much that can be done and preserved. So that way, um, independent of any weather consequences or fire or whatever, it's, uh, it's there for the future. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. And, you know, the blockchain space is somewhat new. It's 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 kind of it's maturing, but we're still very early. There's a lot of use cases like a, a lot of companies like Walmart, Amazon are using it for supply chain, um, kind of like uh, Intel is using it for medical documents and passports. And now Ethereum with their whole new Ethereum 2.0 merge uh, coming from proof of work to proof of stake. That's also going to help the environment as well as their SBT, SBT which is the soul bound tokens. And what this is, it's just a token or NFT attached to your digital wallet or your signature. And it's going to be bound to you forever. So it can be like your college uh, degree, your your uh, driver's license, your passport, stuff like that. So I'm very bullish and excited for the future to see what's going to come with the whole block blockchain. So um, you mentioned some very important terms. Uh, again, if someone's listening, they're not quite sure. Proof of stake, proof of work. What's the difference between those terminologies? Sure. So proof of work and proof of stake are one of the two biggest consensus algorithms. Proof of work is basically uh, the biggest one, like Bitcoin. You kind of have to work in order to get your Bitcoin uh, using mining. Uh, proof of stake is you don't actually have to work for it. It's kind of like you use collateralized loans, like you put in your your, your uh, tokens, and then over time, that's how you secure the network, and then that's how you get back your, I guess, the fees and the tokens. And um, again, is there uh, is one better than another, or they just have different elements to it? I don't want to say one is better than the other. I think it depends on the point of view and the perspective you look at it. You know, mm -hmm. some people are more towards proof of stake because they say it's more eco-friendly, you know, it's not killing the environment while others proof of work is saying, well, it's more secure. I think it just really all depends on the use case and what it's used for. Um, I am not really on any one side. Like I said, the technology is so new. There's so many different consensus algorithms being made today. Um, 
So I want to go back to um, the grand opening and the future in Georgia. Where do you see this center going? And um, I know you had talked about the need for education, um, not just in your area, but in other places. But this is going to be a model for future locations to um, emulate. So what do you what do you see? What can you and can people who are not in Georgia participate as well? Yeah, I, I see a lot of great things. So one thing that I've noticed, especially going to a lot of different events here in Atlanta, and I haven't been to Indiana Town yet, is there's so it's scattered all over the place. Sometimes it gets changed, times get changed, location gets changed, and ABC is going to be a place where it's going to be a centralized, decentralized, centralized place where you can have all your meetings, your networks, your investing, all that stuff. And one cool thing is too is when the grand opening happens on this Monday for the first six months until January of next year, it's going to be free. Oh, wow. Right. And when you actually pay for it, the cool thing is you're actually going to have to scan your NFT in order to enter the building. So that's also going to be something that's very, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, Now people might not know this. And so we'll have to explain it to them. Which blockchain is the NFT going to be on? Good question. I'm not too sure yet, but I think it's going to be on Polygon just okay. to do for the gas fees, you know, layer two on Ethereum. Um, could be Ethereum, could be Polygon. We don't know yet, but still, it's going to be super cool in order to just, in order for you to even into the building, you're going to have to have the NFT. So that's pretty, pretty cool. So um, how does someone show the NFT? Is it, um, do you have to have a wallet or for those that are new to the, the space, um, explain a little bit more it's, it's not like having um, a business card, but in some ways it is. But how do they have it on their phone? How does that work? Yeah, so it's going to be on your mobile phone. Um, we're not too sure yet 100% how we're going to have it. It could be either through via MetaMask or Coinbase wallet or any of these wallets. So when you log into your digital wallet, you have your NFTs and then you can just scan it like via the QR code. Yeah. And then once you scan it with the, via the, uh, the QR code, you'd be able to access. And if it's not going to be QR code based, it's just you're just going to have an app that we're going to have sign in, basically, you know, sign and sign the six. Hey, this is my wallet. I own this NFT. And then you'd be able to get in. That's very, very cool. So another thing that just occurred to me, um, are you designing this? I am not designing. <laughs> I know that you can design things like this. That's why I asked. Um, so the app that you mentioned, um, they, the, again, these are very forward thinking thoughts. Um, who's, you know, is that something that they would be able to download from the app store or how do they find that? Yeah, so it would be something you'll download from the App Store. Um, I'm not sure if we're going to be creating our own personal wallet or if we're just going to be using a wallet that already exists like Coinbase or MetaMask. But to get the um, the NFT, it's more than likely going to be on OpenSea uh, or any you know rareable, mintable any um, any centralized or decentralized uh, marketplace uh, in order to mint and buy this NFT. And then once you own it, you'll be able to access it after um, January, since it's going to be free for the first six months. I think that that is great. I, you know, I love seeing the variety of uses that NFTs can have uh, from the idea of tickets to, um, you know, memberships. Um, I actually um, am working with a a platform that they're actually going to be, I I self-published the Bitcoin Cinderella, but basically they are publishing with me the Bitcoin Cinderella as an NFT on their platform. 
So it will be the audiobook of the Bitcoin Cinderella um, and embedded within it will be various visuals of the photographs from the book. So I actually think that might be the first NFT publication. I'm, I don't know. I know that the Bitcoin Cinderella, I think, is the first fairy tale of the Web3. Um, and I'm really excited about that. But I, like I said, there's so many new uses that are coming up right now. Um, any last minute thoughts that you'd like to share uh, before we sign off about either the ABC or yourself and what you're doing? Because I know you're you have your hand in a lot of things. Yeah, I was actually going to say, yeah, what you just said about the uh, Bitcoin Cinderella is awesome. And me being pretty deep in the NFT space, I think you're correct. I think you're the first and that's going to be super cool, like an audiobook. Wow. Because I, I know there's music. I know there's, you know, digital art and, you know, passes and um all that kind of stuff but that's going to be very cool and if you're the first that's going to be awesome i can't i'm very excited for that your project yeah i'm i'm excited too because the even though it says bitcoin cinderella and and um she does learn about bitcoin and the nfts are are heavily integrated within the cinderella story um uh and even on the first page of the book it where I share the story, I said, um, I mentioned that this story is shared in a single NFT that's shared with the public on the fourth day of the fourth month of 2022. So there's a lot of uses for NFTs and Samantha learns about them as she kind of navigates. So um, it's going to be exciting. So everyone who's, uh, you know, listening, thank you so much for um, connecting. Definitely like and subscribe. Remember that the ABC website will be embedded within the blog below. So you can definitely um, check it out and support what they're doing in Georgia and also connect with uh, Vandale. So that way you can connect with him and his consulting group, as well as myself uh, for all the projects that I'm involved with. But remember, um, everyone be kind to yourself, be kind to others. We're all connected. We're all part of one world. And we're one of the things that I've learned about working within the blockchain community is we're all here supporting each other. So if you have any questions, reach out to us so we can answer. We're all about education and bringing everyone up together because that's the reason why the blockchain exists. So thank you, everyone, and have a great day. Recording stopped. Nice. Yeah. That